Power Project family, how's it going? And listen up. We talk about meat and nutrition all the time on this podcast from the carnivore diet, keto, low carb, IFYM. And the cool thing is that we've partnered with a great company, Piedmontese Beef. Yes, it's beef. And the great thing about Piedmontese Beef is this. No matter if you're someone who's dieting on low fats, high fats, carnivore, any diet, they have different types of cuts of steak that are going to fit your diet perfectly from the flat iron that has Andrew. What is the macros on that thing? Uh, so that one has 46 grams of protein and only four grams of fat for the entire steak. And if you want fattier cuts, they have ribeyes, center cuts. They have literally everything for no matter what diet you do. So you can't use the excuse of your diet and tell yourself that you can't eat red meat. So, Andrew, how can they get Piedmontese beef? Yes, man. So that's at Piedmontese.com. That's P-I-E-D-M-O-N-T-E-S-E.com. At checkout, enter promo code POWER for 25% off your entire order. And if your order is $150 or more, you get free two-day shipping. Again, Piedmontese.com, promo code POWER. All links down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. I'm ready. You're ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Do you say it like that, like to like channel spongebob or something because i've heard you say that multiple times it's always like i'm ready like, <laughs> it is i like spongebob right. spongebob's a good cartoon so i kind of watch i listen to a little bit of it for the first time spongebob yeah wait whoa, 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 whoa. back up you never really watched spongebob i've his not, pants are square it's not that i've never really watched it it's i've never watched it like ever well, it makes sense. Your age group makes sense. And you, it makes sense because you have children. So you mainly watched it. That's my excuse. <laughs> so it, w- it was it was on at the Bodega Bay house. Of course it was. It's probably like the default channel. Yes. <laughs> we were trying to eat food, which uh, I got this from Sean Baker. Uh, steak, apples, and some kind of fancy cheese. Yes. It's fucking phenomenal. My family loves it. Mixed together? All together, yeah. Wow. It's so good. It just is, like on the same plate or yes. like literally together together? Like, well, on the on the same plate. So oh, like okay. not not like uh, like the cheese isn't like melted on the steak and okay. like that sort of thing. Like all cut up and mm-hmm. really, really good. And then all of a sudden there's just a really just loud, high-pitched, annoying, just constant mm-hmm. noise. I'm like, what is that? I'm ready. I'm ready. And then Jasmine's like, oh, it's SpongeBob. And I'm like... We need to turn this off now, like yeah, you're ASAP. Such, you're such a grumpy old man. <laughs> when it was so annoying, I couldn't. I'm like, people, watch this. This is awful. Yeah, man, it's it's A1 TV. Squidward and his clarinet, you know, Patrick oh. and his fucking home base. <laughs> Do you guys remember the, the annoying is. orange? Sexy Sandy. Sandy was hot. She's from Texas. She is? Yeah. Yeah, Sandy can get it. Well, Accent. Well, te- Texas, yeah, Texans are. Mm-hmm. They got a little extra junk in the trunk, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Texans Sandy are thick. Sandy the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stand it. Oh, I, I, man. I had, you weren't able to watch it? Nope. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. What'd you switch to? Just turned it off. Oh. Yeah. That's what I do with the TV a lot of times. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing. Oh, that is that is really really hard. Just so, streaming <clears throat> all the different all the different remotes. Yeah, there's a lot of remotes nowadays. I sat down the other day because I think so. Stephanie was out, so it was just me and the kiddo. I'm like, well, what the fuck do we do? Like, let's see what's on TV. And I'm like, I don't. What do people watch? Like, it, that's what I was gonna actually ask you. When you said let's see what's on TV, did you go to a streaming service? Or did you go flip through channels? I tried flipping through channels. Mm. This was at the house. This was a different time. And I'm like, um, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, not to sound like a 
fucking like a dick, but like, I just was like, what do people, I don't know what people watch. Like if I'm going to watch something, it's going to like be streaming something. Like I'm mm. going to go to the TV Same. for a purpose. Yeah. And so I'm just like come, flipping around like there ain't shit on. Like, I don't know. How come there's not like a home base with streaming? So it's like you just have to pick a thing and yeah. then you have to rifle through that. And like having a little timer, like this little sand timer that mm-hmm. we have for the podcast, mm-hmm. that'd be amazing to have that next to your TV because it's like it takes so long to select something. And <laughs> if you have a family you and you're trying clock. to, yeah, you're trying to figure out like what to watch. It can be brutal, but there's like not an app. How is there not an app for that? Like to to know like what's the cool new stuff. What's mm-hmm. the, I know you can like search it individually, but then you're like on Netflix, and it's like what about HBO Plus and what about the other ones? Mm-hmm. Prime Video actually uh, has a cool little feature where mm-hmm. it for, like somehow it'll know what else you're subscribed to, mm-hmm. so it'll show like the most popular things on Netflix or mm-hmm. Showtime or Hulu. Oh yeah, like the the app, the Fire Stick. No, no, like the Prime Video app. Oh, the actual. Mm-hmm. The actual Prime Video mm-hmm. app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just thinking about this, like... But the Prime Video app won't tell you about stuff that's not on Amazon, right? It will. Oh, it will. Yeah, like oh. it'll show you the stuff that's on Showtime, or, oh. and then you could click it, and then like open that stuff up mm. on the Prime Video app. It's it's weird. I, have, you ever, have you guys ever watched, have you gotten to this point yet? Have you ever watched something, and you're like three quarters of the way through, and you're like, I've seen this already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it dawns on you way fucking uh-huh. later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, when did that start happening? What age? Because that hasn't happened to me yet. So I'm wondering, am I due? <laughs> Is this like an old guy thing? Yeah, it, it's definitely an older thing. And like I said, I'm like ahead of like my time because uh-huh. my, you know, I've hung out with nothing but older people my whole life. So yeah, I've done that shit a lot. You know, I'm very <laughs> aware if I've seen something. <clears throat> you know, I'm very aware if I'll see, I've seen something. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, if I start something, I must finish. I did it no recently with uh, that movie uh, Dread, Jud- like the Judge Dread movie, the recent one. Mm-hmm. Is it Colin Farrell? Um, I I don't know. He no. never takes off his helmet, mm. but it's with, uh, I don't fucking know. It's with people and I'm watching it and I'm like, oh it's yeah, I have seen this. It's the, th- anyways. Yeah. So it happened pretty recently, mm. fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say that you were hoping that there's something else on there? I don't know. You were on Amazon. Yeah, no, I was wondering, because, like, you remember as a kid, well, I don't, well, yeah, as when I was a kid, you know, you'd have Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network and different channels, and you'd wait for mm. what's on at this time. Right. Kids don't do that anymore, right? Like, I'm wondering, kids kids are probably just watching streaming stuff all the time. All yeah? the time. Oh, yeah. Like, whatever they want, when they want it. It's it's a great time to be a kid. A lot of YouTube. A lot of YouTube. Yeah. And, yeah, they pick up whatever they want, and then now they're, they're supposed to be, like pay attention in class and stuff i don't know how you would do that nowadays because you don't have to ever pay attention to stuff that you normally don't want to mm-hmm. in whenever you have a tablet or phone near you absolutely yeah i like uh it's, I it's called my movies anywhere so when you buy like you know sometimes if you buy like a blu-ray or something it, it's like oh it's got the blu-ray the the dvd and the digital version God, of who whatever. the fuck even buys dvds anymore i'm just but, explaining yeah, yeah. i know but i'm just like thinking to myself does anyone out there buying right blu-ray anything like i yeah somebody is. i don't i yeah i think i have a dvd player somewhere in the garage but your, like, your, your xbox is a dvd player oh anyway <laughs> When you buy That's stuff true. off of like whether it be one of those discs, whether it be like Amazon or like some other platform where you can buy digital movies, yeah, it all can pump into my movies anywhere, like no matter where you get it from, and you can watch that on your Fire Stick or like any like your phone and stuff. So it's like your digital library all gets consolidated into this one app, and it's hmm. pretty dope because you could easily load that up pretty quickly. 
Interesting. Yeah. Every once in a while, you're going to find a movie that is on Netflix and your mm. son loves it and he watches it every single day and it's going to be called Despicable Me. <laughs> and then they decide to take that shit off and you go sense. out and you That's have to movie. buy it. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Did you guys see my brother do the trap bar deadlift with 733 pounds? This is recent. I freaking wait. I think I saw it. I didn't know 700 pounds. 733 pounds. I guess Andrew's about to pull it up. Yeah. Man, Chris's hips just, he he handles out all of it. Titanium. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking amazing. Oh, come on. Type. I don't know how he did it. He did this recently, huh? Yeah, he did it just uh, like two days ago. I think he's celebrating like eight years of yep. sobriety or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Damn. Let me mute it since mm-hmm. it's so loud. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he serious. just got fired up. I mean, it's a shorter range of motion. He's got the wagon wheels on there and he's got the going with the higher trap bar side. So he was like, ah, it's cheap. It's cheap. I was like, no, it's 733 he's so pounds. He's hard on himself it's all the time. It's still 733. Yeah. Like you, you, that's a lot of weight, man. Yeah, and he did it really easy. I guess he said he like misloaded the first time, and he he went to pull on like eight twenty five, and he kind of like started tweaking something. He's like, I don't think I should pull on that anymore. And he was like, Oh, whoops! I'm a plate ahead of what I thought I was. That's incredible. I don't know yeah. how he did that, but that when he good. mix pounds and kilos, things get weird. Yeah, yeah. never carry the one. Those wagon wheels are a great they're a great tool for a lot of people because like honest, you know, you don't have to deadlift all the way from the ground if you don't yeah. want to. What Some people are gonna. Be like, yeah, it's not whatever, but no, fuck them. That is a, it's a deadlift. Uh, they were so smart to come up with that idea. Where do you think it came from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those people at Rogue, they're real smart. <laughs> anyway, uh, I saw a clip uh, that caught my attention. I listened to the clip when it happened in the first place uh, when Rogan had Sad Guru on. I thought it was a really interesting interview, mm-hmm. um, but I just, I maybe wasn't paying attention to the whole thing. So there was like a segment. Um, where Sadhguru kept repeatedly saying within you over and over again. That caught my attention because of the brand. <laughs> within you is my supplement brand. Um, and But I just thought it was a really interesting conversation where Rogan was speaking, um, I think, in a very realistic way of like, hey, this is kind of, this is what people think and this is uh, the mode of a lot of people. They kind of think in these terms and and he's basically expressing like, I'm one of them. You know, I think that these things are greedy. And then they kind of go back and forth, but I thought the conversation was uh, was really interesting, and it's always awesome to hear people like work their way through it. They mm-hmm. still might have disagreed in the end. It kind of sounded like Rogan still had his beliefs, and Sadhguru had his beliefs. But um, I do find it interesting. Like you start to peel away a lot of layers of the stuff that we do in modern times, and then you you're like, well, what do I end up with? You kind of end up with a whole lot of nothing. Um, in this clip, they're talking about money and Rogan saying, Hey, maybe some of these pharmaceutical companies are greedy because they already have money. They already do really well. Um, but are they literally just, just trying to make more money or are they making products that are like, are they paying attention to, to potential issues that people have? And then they're digging up research and they're digging up information from the scientists and all the people they have working for them. I would imagine most of the people that work for these companies are probably well-meaning people. They probably work very, very hard. They're probably extremely intelligent. They probably paid a lot of money to go to school. And they probably have a lot uh, vested in in uh, the interest of moving things forward. I know it's easy just to look at like big pharma and think that they're bad. Um, and But you can look at any big company and think that when you start to look at like the companies that manufacture cars and all these things. But it's like, 
are they just trying to make a profit or are they trying to make cars that look nice, that run well, so people can transport themselves around easier? So I just think it just brings up a lot of interesting stuff. And that's what I uh, was thinking for today. Yeah. You know, we can play some of the clip, but it, it had me think about a little bit of like when one thinks about the individual versus when one thinks about like the collective group. Because uh, when when I was paying attention to this clip, I was thinking that when Sadhguru was talking, he was probably thinking a lot about individuals who are getting richer, attaining money, et cetera. How individuals, when they're doing things like that, it's like it typically isn't greed. The tip, in, typically, I think it's like trying to improve, trying to become better, right? Um, whereas Rogan, when he was talking about a lot of that stuff, it did seem like he was talking about like collective greed, big company greed. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when a business is formed and then you have to have the business be successful and then you have all these people that are working for the company, at a certain point, you can't necessarily think about um, – you have to think about the company and not the people. You have to think about the company and not the people. And then mm-hmm. when you think about the company, um, there are going to be a lot of people that end up doing well and profiting and some people that are somewhat left with the residual effects that could be negative. Not mm-hmm. everyone is benefiting from it. So it, it's like a tough thing. But when we like when I think about a lot of things in fitness – I think about the individual. I don't think about how it's going to affect the group, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone, it's like it, I, when you play the clip, I think you'll see what I'm talking about there. But that's a yeah. really good point, though, because like when I think about it, like I'll think about the the pharmaceutical company, like the person that I don't know exactly the like how this stuff happens, but somebody invents a new drug that like oh this is actually going to help so many people, da da da. But then the company also happens to have like this like bank of money when shit goes bad so that mm-hmm. way they can pay people off. And you hear about that. There's like, Oh, you're just covering your own ass. Like, you know, then you start to get the two, uh, they start to c- come together, right? Like, Oh, this person works for this company and now this company is making millions. And then when somebody gets hurt, they just pay that person some hush money mm-hmm. and they keep going and making more money. So that's actually a really good point. I, I never really thought of it that way to distinguish the two different entities um, in regards to like the person that invented something that truly wants to help people and the company that just has to keep the wheels turning. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, it's kind of the, the price of doing business, you know. So a car company could spend money on X, Y, and Z um, and they're trying to make this new great advanced car. In the process of making this new advanced car, they already are aware because they have people that are on their staff that are geniuses. They say, we're going to get sued for that. Mm-hmm. We're going to get sued for that. And we're going to get sued for that. So it cost us, you know, $2 billion to make this thing. Let's make sure we set aside another $2 billion for the lawsuits. Like they already know that something is imperfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that greedy? Is that wrong? It's like uh, I make products. It's like you got to kind of get the products out there. And you do have to like service the people. So it's like hard to figure out. Obviously, there's some really fucked up things that people and big companies have done where they've covered things up and they've uh, definitely twisted the truth to try to advance. But man, is it a gray area? Because it's, it, as Sadhguru points out, it's, a, um, it's just being like judgmental. Like could someone flip the script and and put that on me and say, he's greedy. Could someone flip the script and say, well, it seems like Rogan has plenty of money. 
Why would he even bother doing the podcast? Is he an egomaniac? Like, what is that for? Like, what is he doing? And then people say, well, he's, you know, you provide for your family and like because you gain more money, then you're paying for more things. Mm-hmm. So some people have an understanding of like, well, it just seems like you are advancing and you're getting better and you enjoy that and you want to keep doing that. Um, but is are these things for some sort of external validation? I would say, like, if I'm being honest, yeah, I think they are. You know, so I don't have any problem with saying that um, I'm not, I don't only do stuff uh, to like better everybody around me. A lot of times it is selfish. A lot of times it is for me. Uh, A lot of times I would enjoy making more money. A lot of times I would enjoy these things. Mm. Um, But I don't, I kind of look at some things a little differently. Like I don't really, I don't really think some of these versions of what somebody might consider to be greedy. I don't really consider them to be very harmful. I also don't think it's harmful to not necessarily always be humble. I think if you want to celebrate and you want to show stuff and you want to talk about stuff, um, I think it's reasonable. I don't have any control over somebody else's interpretation of how they, how they feel about something. But Sadhguru hit the nail on the head when he talked about external validation. Mm. It's all about external validation. So Rogan, I don't think he's like hearing exactly what he's saying, but whether you're on the pharmaceutical big pharma company side or whether you're on the individual side, that individual who may have greed is in the wrong in the first place because they're seeking external validation through trying to be happy. And Sadhguru's entire point is you shouldn't necessarily need that because everything that you need and everything that you, everything that you need is already inside. It's, it's already within you. The answers are within you. However, <laughs> it gets to be tricky because what if you're a person that needs a pharmaceutical? Like, what if you're sick? We can kind of talk about all these cool things and being positive and all these different things. But if you're sick, um, fuck, man, sometimes we need that money from that same company that we just said was greedy. So, yeah, it made me think about real, like, real quick, um, Elon Musk buying Twitter. Uh, an interesting thing that I saw from quite a bit of people is uh, he buys Twitter for $44 billion, but that could have been money that could have uh, helped. <laughs> hey, know, fuck off. <laughs> You know, uh, help lower income individuals or, or people mm-hmm. who, who needed it, right? But it's like, uh, who says it's like that individual's responsibility? Like he made a company that was super successful and helped him become extremely wealthy. Now, why is it that person's responsibility to use that money that they earned to go and do things mm-hmm. like they it's their money they can do whatever they want now usually it is uber wealthy, wealthy people who are extremely philanthropic like bill gates has given a mm-hmm. bunch of money away warren buffett etc i don't know about bezos but um it, it's it's like was that a greedy choice to buy twitter or was it so that that platform that actually has a it's a it's literally like a a pillar of speech between different political mm-hmm. spectrums uh, was it his responsibility to go there and try to allow everyone to be able to say what they wanted there since there are certain groups that were getting um, deplatformed and weren't getting a voice mm. on the public forum, right? It, it's, it, it, it's a weird one, but it's like people are calling him greedy because of that choice to purchase Twitter. But <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just very weird. It, yeah. But again, it, it's the perception of what he did or it's individual's perception of that being greedy or that being something that's beneficial for society. I heard that there's like text messages between uh, 
like Bill Gates and Elon Musk. You guys <laughs> really? You guys yeah. hear about any of that? Yeah. And, uh, I didn't hear. Gates oh. was like asking. Uh, he was asking um, Elon Musk to donate money to something environmentally uh and then and he's like you're gonna stop shorting this stock or whatever in my company because i <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah. yeah but then musk was also like no one's done more for the environment than me so go fuck yourself basically nice. is what he kind of said just because of the cars and the mm-hmm. whether he has or hasn't that's debatable but i thought that was interesting yeah. whether he the way that he kind of laid that out it's, it's hard to know what people's intentions are though you know even with musk like every seems like everyone's all fired up about musk everyone's all pumped about him um, but we don't know. We don't know what the guy's going to do. He's like, oh, we're going to have this open source social media thing where everything's out in the open. Will everything be out in the open? You know, will people be able to, like, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, when you get into like morals and stuff, things get to be really dicey. You know, yeah. I, it's very hard for me to like uh, inflict or push my beliefs on what I think other people's morals should be. I think that's a mistake. A yeah. It's, it's low hanging fruit. And cause I want you to finish this one, but yeah. uh, it, it's low hanging fruit. But what I was just saying, it's like, okay, all the people that are really upset at Elon Musk for not ending world hunger. It's like, Hey, the former owners of Twitter just made a lot of money, hit them up and have them solve all those mm-hmm. problems that he didn't, you know, cause they're all billion or yeah. Yeah. They're really fucking rich now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all billionaires. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so first, Elon Musk made a tweet. I don't know if you pulled up Andrew, but he posted a tweet of Bill Gates, uh, like the pregnant man emoji and oh, side yeah, by yeah. side with Bill Gates. And it's like, in case you wanted to lose a boner fast. <laughs> I did see that. I liked it. Yeah. But then there is another tweet where he uh, he was talking about Bill Gates. He's like, yeah, but I didn't leak it to New York Times. They must have got it through friends of friends. I heard from multiple people at TED that Gates still had half a billion short against Tesla. So he was shorting a Tesla <laughs> stock, which is why I asked him. So it's not exactly top secret. So after he asked, after Bill Gates asked him to like donate money, he's like, are you still shorting that stock in my company for half a billion dollars? <laughs> don't ask me for money oh my god you know that's I mean? so good it's kind of but it's funny that he makes that all public i think mm-hmm. that's kind of fucking hilarious um yeah oh, we should play this song i was gonna say let's play this clip yeah, yeah. Pat project family how's it going now a lot of you guys are lifters athletes you're serious about the gym and we are too and that's why we've been using slingshot products for years all right you have the original slingshot obviously the glittery pink hip circle which is my <laughs> personal favorite but if you don't like that then you have the normal hip circle that's used to warm up the hips But on the website, they have tons of equipment, knee sleeves, elbow sleeves, the gangster wraps right there. So you need to go check them out. And Andrew, can you tell them more about it? Yes, that's over at markbellslingshot.com. And at checkout, enter promo code POWERPROJECT10 to save 10% off your entire order. Uh, Links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. Yeah, let's see. I won't play it all. Maybe I will. This guy's dope, by the way. If people haven't heard of him, you should listen to him. Okay. So what is greed and what is not greed? I well, I'll like tell you to- what greed is. If you make choices where you know that the thing that you're doing, whether you're distributing a product or whether you're causing an action that is going to be detrimental to human beings, but you cover up the data to hide the fact that it's going to be detrimental because you want to maximize your profit and you don't care about the negative impact it has on people because you're only thinking about money and you're already substantially wealthy. That, by definition, is being greedy, right? Uh, See, by definition, it's like this. Somebody is dreaming of a million dollars. He thinks that is the ultimate goal in his life. 
But a guy who has a million, he's wanting to be a billionaire. Right. One who is a billionaire, he looks at somebody who has $100 billion. He thinks <laughs> at least that much he must have. Right. So I'm saying, instead of being judgmental about this, human well-being is sought from outside. That is the whole problem. See, human experience essentially happens from within. Whether it's your joy or misery, comes from within you, isn't it? Maybe somebody or something can stimulate it from outside, but still it happens within you. Joy and misery happens from within you. Pain and pleasure happens from within you. Agony and ecstasy happens from within you. Every human experience happens from within you. But in pursuit of happiness, we're turning the world upside down. Because this is the case of a... You know, there was an old potato farmer. One day he hmm. wanted to eat apples, so he went to an apple tree. But by habit, he started digging for the apples. Amazing. Till the tree came down on him, because he's a potato farmer. So right now, <laughs> human beings have become like this. They have gotten used to this, that they think by getting this, by getting that, by having one more thing and one more thing, they're going to be happy. Yes. But human experience happens from within. If you take charge of your interiority, being peaceful and happy is a natural consequence of that. But for convenience and comfort, we do things outside. To create impact, we do things outside. So this experience of if human beings were naturally joyful by their own nature, they would only do what is needed, nothing more, nothing less. But right now, they're in pursuit of happiness. Mm. You can't stop them. Yeah, they are in pursuit of happiness, but they're also, again, in pursuit of profit because it's a number-based system. So it becomes like a game and you get connected to corporations. When you're in a corporation, there's a diffusion of responsibility because you don't think about your own involvement and in what the corporation is doing. You think about your role, what you do as a job, and then you try to maximize profit. And it's a game that people get wrapped up in. Yeah, but that is... Uh, it doesn't make them happy. You're absolutely correct. No, no. It's in pursuit of happiness, but... Well, it's in pursuit of success. See, uh, most human beings cannot be happy if they're not successful, isn't it? Mm, there's a lot of that, yes. No, and the, then it they is... get medicated to help them get happy. <laughs> That's a lot of people. I mean, what Probably percentage of people... Yeah, it's all good. They just go back and forth about medication yeah. after that. Yeah, this is an interesting topic. Like, I don't know what the right or wrong answer is to some of that. Um, but I, I, I think... You know, trying to think about like uh, all of your well-being coming from within you is an interesting one because like what about your significant other and what about people that are in your life that you, uh, you know, have just a really high value assignment to like these people really matter to you. Um, in some cases, uh, some cases somebody makes a post and it just doesn't get that many likes, doesn't go very far. And then your interpretation of that is I didn't do a very good job. So then it could lead to somebody being sad. It could lead to somebody being mad. It could lead to somebody being uh, depressed. Like there's all kinds of things that can, uh, there's all kinds of things that can go along with that, right? And even if you have like millions of followers, if it's just lower than what it used to be, the uh, amount of likes and comments and stuff, like, oh my God, it's not 20,000 or it's not 200,000, uh, then that could lead a person who is ha, has not trained some of that before um, that could lead them to feeling upset. And, and so I think one thing to try to do about some of that is to try to train yourself so that you're not so moved one way or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also think that it, it can be very difficult. So I, I agree with both people, I guess, as my point is like, I think that Rogan is someone who is a realist and he doesn't mind feeling his emotions and he doesn't mind acting on his emotions because he's very um, like animated. He's very fired up. He's very excited. Um, but he doesn't overreact to stuff either. You know, he, when somebody says something on his show, he'll go, that's not right. Like, and then he'll, he'll go back and forth with them. And I think that's one of the things 
that makes his show work so well is that he does have some reactionary uh, facets to him. And I think that sometimes that can be beneficial. You know, it, it's very reminiscent of um, like we all get caught up in the hedonic treadmill. That's kind of what that's called. It's mm. like, for example, you really want a Tesla and you're a lot of the things that you're doing are trying to lead you towards being able to get that car. You envision that car, you envision driving in that fucking spaceship across the street and then you get it. And for like five days, you're like, Oh fuck yeah. But then that feeling of, Oh, excitement and happiness from the driving around that Tesla. It's like, it becomes normal. It's now your new normal. And then you're like, what's next? Mm. It's like that's like as human beings, we're always trying to find progress. And what he was saying there, it's like, well, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about when you're trying to go through a transformation or when you're trying to make different changes to your body. Number one, when you get to that new body, you're going to like what you're able to do. But at the end of the day, you're still you in the inside. You're still the same person. So at this moment in time with what you have and what you have at what you're doing, can you learn to appreciate, be grateful for those things and love those things about yourself and then seek to do more. But understand that just by the attainment of more doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happier. You need to try to be happy with what you have now because there's no external thing uh, with all the wealthy people that we've talked about. Like <laughs> money can help out a lot of things. Let's not fucking tri trick ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like the more money you make, the easier life can get in certain aspects. But at a certain point, just making more and more and more money won't bring you extra happiness. And if that's where you're trying to seek your happiness from having a car or a certain house or whatever, that's going to become normal. And then you're just going to keep seeking external things when, like you did mention, you have to find that within yourself. I think the biggest mistake is just thinking that there's an end to it. That's probably the biggest mistake. So it's great to have a goal and say, I, I can't wait until I'm able to make this amount of money. That's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. going to buy that new car. Uh, that gives me some things to look forward to. And these are things that I, um, these are things I expect of myself and I'm going to earn a skill set. I'm going to work for a skill set that's going to allow me to afford these things. And that's going to be my life. I'm going to shape it this way. I'm going to carve out my character. I just saw something the other day where the word character actually means to chisel carve out so you get to kind of oh. i think you get to carve out the life that you want yeah um it just might be like somebody might start out with a lot more stuff to fucking carve out mm -hmm. than another person and that's just kind of the way the life is unfortunately we all come from different backgrounds and different uh spaces and not everyone has is afforded the same opportunities but i believe that everyone does have a chisel that they could utilize to carve out the life that they want yeah and you know <clears throat> i didn't grow up very wealthy uh we had everything we needed but like everything we did it ourselves like we never like the car we never took the car to go get the oil change like to this day i still change my oil but you gotta show me how i know it's dude on a camera is so easy uh, <laughs> that's probably in part though your dad's mechanic and correct mechanically yeah, yeah. sound and probably kind of likes a lot of car work right yeah 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 that's it's also not fair because like my dad's just he's an older guy so like or he was born you know a certain time where it's like oh we want a deck outside all right, I'll do it. Like, you know, he could do everything. Fucking so man. Yeah, exactly. He's a man. But, you know, I just, I have to take my car in to get uh, some recalls done. Like they always send me shit and I'm always ignoring it. It's like, oh, your airbag's not going to work. I'll be fine. <laughs> but um, I need to get something fixed on my car. Same thing. I've always bought parts and 
put them in the car. It was really nice to be on the phone and be like, hey, I need this PCV valve replaced. Like, can you guys just do it while you're doing all this stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Da, da, da. And it's like, I didn't ask how much it was going to cost. Like, I wasn't, I'm not really tripping about it because, like, I know it's going to be fine. But I don't know, go back maybe a year, year and a half ago, and I would have been like, fuck, I have to take care of this myself. Mm. It's really nice to be able to do that. Now, does that mean I'm being greedy? Like, I don't, like, not at all, right? Like, I think I'm good. (laughs) It affords me Mm -hmm. uh, some free time to be with the family. Like, I, if I can pursue more of that, then I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the greed thing when they were both talking again, like when Sadhguru was talking about it, he's thinking like he says, man and people, like mm-hmm. he's talking about individuals and Joel's looking at corporations. Right. But I do think that like with a lot of things, just individuals, when they do more and more, they're just trying to find a new level of happiness. They're mm-hmm. trying to get better. Each individual is trying to improve. That's why it is important to look at individual situations, not generalize people as groups. You know, um, it's like, it's, it's funny like with comments we see seen on, on YouTube with the podcast, mm-hmm. right? All of our sponsors, we love the shit that we, 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 our sponsors give us. And we actually think it's going to be beneficial for the audience. And we do ads and those ads help us make money Mm -hmm. because we're bringing the audience Mm -hmm. something that we actually do like and we appreciate that's going to be beneficial. But a lot of, I've seen comments of people being like, oh, look at you guys being greedy or look at you guys selling on (laughs) all this type of shit. I'm just like, (laughs) ah, well, I mean, we're trying to give as much information as we can, Mm -hmm. but we also do want to make a living. Like we want to be able to do this, learn for ourselves, bring it to the audience, help people become better. But we also need to be able to make money with it so it's like some people will perceive that as greed and some people will see it for what it is it's like we have good shit here Mm -hmm. we have good shit that we're going to give to you guys so it's perception it's what people think having money is a really nice thing too it does build a lot of convenience like it's nice to be able to do stuff out of this building you know with this gym and all this equipment that we have and it's like uh I, again, I can't control what somebody else thinks or says, mm-hmm. but I think it's beautiful. Like, it's awesome what we have here. We have a great team. We've got great people here. I care about everyone here deeply. If other people think that I don't care about people in particular, I, 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 just, I don't have any control over that. Yeah. Like, you guys know how much time I spend with you guys and how much time we all spend together and how much we have, uh, like, invested into each other to see each other get more successful and grow. Again, I don't have it outside of that. I, you know, I... I just I can't be hurt by a comment from somebody when it comes to stuff like that because I, I feel like at this point I'm impervious to it because I'm like that's just <laughs> it's just inaccurate like it's just not it's just not the truth it's not the reality that I live in every day so I think there's probably a lot of people that are like that maybe occasionally you're going to run into people that aren't and mm-hmm. maybe those people are doing everything all the time just to serve their ego or something along those lines but I remember having a conversation with Jake and it's been amazing having a child that is like, you know, growing up and they turn into like a, a person, <laughs> you know, they turn into like an adult kind of before your eyes, but kind of even when he was young, cause he's a very smart kid. Like we've had conversations that are pretty deep. I remember mm-hmm. him saying something about Jeff Bezos and he like didn't like Jeff Bezos or something. And he was like, yeah, I think he's like, he didn't say greedy. I don't think, but he said something along those lines. And I said, well, hold on a second. Let's talk about it because we always have conversation around stuff like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? Um, 
And he's just like, well, he just has like billions and billions of dollars and like the richest guy in the world. And like he's still like building out his company. And it seems like that company's like, you know, just kind of mowing down everybody else. And I said, well, I said, what you're saying is a complaint of a lot of people. So there definitely could be some truth to that. Mm. But when did it become something that you're not supportive of? Because this guy started his business the same way your mom and I started our business, which was in our home. So like what? where's the switch? It's like, okay, you're doing great. That's awesome. Hey man, congratulations. You're a millionaire. Hey man, congratulations. The company makes 10 million a year, you know, or whatever the number is. But then when it was, when does it not get to be congratulations anymore? When is it like, you're an evil fuck. Stop it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You made 500. Yeah. You made $3 billion. Like you should fucking stop. Mm. I think sometimes people see us in the gym and they think the same thing. <laughs> I think there's like a joke from a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I forget who said it, but you lifted all the weights, bro. Yeah, yeah. You should go the fuck home, go eat a cheeseburger, right? I don't know if it was Jim Gaffigan or Louis C.K. Mm. I think it was Jim Gaffigan when he's like, "Dude, you're done." Yeah, you did. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like that <laughs> yeah. was good. That yeah, actually that's what it like was. Gaffigan. Yeah, it was Gaffigan. It's like you did so it funny. already. Yeah, but I don't right. know if you know this. You did it right. Yeah, you asked the question that. I literally just like wrote it down, but like, yeah, where do you draw the line? So when it comes to like us and, and doing YouTube ads, like, okay, you guys have monetization set. So does uh, everybody else. And it's like, oh, you, now you guys do commercials. Like, okay, you were cool with one, but not cool with the other one. I can, I can understand sometimes if we, if we were to do like 10 ads per episode, it's like, okay, shit. Listen, it's not like we're selling penis pumps over here or something like Which that would we be are. preposterous. Want a bigger dick? <laughs> Click the link in the description. Tell them how they wink, can wink. <laughs> you should put a little, so, make a sound. Ding. Yeah, or boing. Cash register noise too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so bit.ly slash power project one. <laughs> really had it ready. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. But you're Reading right. Like, where do you fucking draw the line? Like, I drive a, so bringing up my car again, I drive a busted ass Subaru that didn't pass smog. That's why I need to get this part fixed. You guys are cool with me now. If I pull up in a Tesla, then it's like this fucking asshole. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, we're, we're, uh, like, when do you cross over to the evil side? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of like a, a weird Well, we thing. know with you that you're already evil. Yeah. It's you just like, you don't like SpongeBob. It, hide it very well. <laughs> SpongeBob makes you unhappy. SpongeBob is the epitome of happiness. Mm-hmm. He's the I, epitome I've, of human happiness. I've made and laughed at some memes, some yeah. SpongeBob memes. Yeah. They're pretty good. Those are funny. Mm. Ooh, but I was actually going to mention something because I don't know if you or Mark just said it during this podcast, but it's like your significant other, right? It's you, right? Mm-hmm. It's a wild responsibility for like you, you want to be happy around the person you're with mm-hmm. and you want to, when you're around them, you want to feel good and feel better. But to expect that somebody can make you happy, that that's that's a tough thing. Like, Except when it comes to a blowjob. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> hey, that never, that, that'll never, I'll never have a thought on my face. <laughs> Hey, I'll, I'll be real. Quick. <laughs> let me, let me, oh man, let me let me let me talk about my happiness real quick, Bruh. <laughs> ah, this isn't too. Much. My girl loves to suck my dick. Oh my god, <laughs> she, she actually, you like, won the lottery. I'm so grateful. Like, hey, sometimes sometimes I, I get home, she's just like, I'm just like, yes, that's amazing. So like, okay, she makes me happy, but at the end of the day, too, at the end of she's got total control over me. <laughs> <laughs> but. But but I, I'm, I'm going to say this like um, I I don't expect like 
if I get into, if I'm not feeling up on a certain day, I don't think it's her responsibility to make me happy. Right. And it's, she also expects like, if she's not feeling good, like I can try, but it's not my responsibility to make her happy. And I think it's, it's, it's very interesting when people put that responsibility on the person they're with to bring them happiness. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking weight. Yeah. Right. It's Mm -hmm. a weight. It's like, you have to, that has, you kind of have to have that within you. You got to be happy with yourself. You got to be grateful for what you have. You got to be able to do that for yourself and you can't expect that from somebody else. They can add to it, but if they were gone, you, you still should be able to have a level yeah, of they, happiness. Yeah, it if they sets don't you up have for it. disappointment. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't have it, it's going to be very difficult to like try to, they're not going to really come out of it. They're going to have that. That's going to happen over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of the things about this podcast is like we try to, uh, we try to error correct. We try to learn from our mistakes and we try to continue to figure out ways of, of getting better. And I, I just like to examine a lot of this stuff. I love listening to uh, conversations that are like that, you know, where people are talking back and forth. Um, each person is speaking their piece and trying to make a point and trying to like move something forward. It's like, otherwise, what's the value of some of these conversations? Mm. And then I, I just have to always uh, do my best to be open and as honest with myself as I possibly can. And I, then I can kind of make my own judgments on uh, how I am or who I am or, or what I'm, what I'm doing, you know, like social media is a weird one. Mm -hmm. Like uh, if I didn't shoot this for social media, (laughs) I actually had Graham ask me one day because I was like, at some point, like I want, I just need to be like away from some of it, you know, not all of it, but some of it, like, especially like social media stuff. And he's like, then what would you do with yourself? Cause you know, he's all about it. He loves it. Mm-hmm. I was like the same thing I did before social media, <laughs> just still train my ass off and still enjoy the process. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Andrew, take us on out of here, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, for checking out today's episode. I really want to hear what you guys have to say on today's topic about the greediness, the non-greediness, the having stuff within you. Um, it's incredible. Um, I thought that was a really dope way that he put it. Yeah. And speaking of within you, uh, head over to markbellslingshot.com mm-hmm. and check out on the top. We got supplements, and it says uh, the, the within you tab. And uh, at checkout, enter promo code PowerProject to save 10%. I think. Sorry, it's been a hot minute. Uh, links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes. And uh, subscribe to this YouTube channel if you guys are not subscribed already. And uh, follow the podcast at MB Power Project on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. My Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z and Sima. Where are you at? And Sima Inyo on Instagram and YouTube. And Sima Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter, Mark. Oh, fuck the Black Panther. He's got Mind Bullet. Oh, oh he does? Shit. He's going to fuck up Marky Moo. Oh, shit. And Marky Moo is standing on the Mind Bullet. To be continued. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. I'm at Mark's Belly Bell. Strength is never weak. This week is never strength. Catch you guys later. Bye.